Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service, and it's 100% online. With BetterHelp, you can tap into a network of over 25,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of issues. To get started, you just answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy. That way, BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. Then you can talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whether it's via text, chat, phone, or video call. You can message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's convenient for you. If your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you, more scheduling flexibility, and at a more affordable price. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash musicspeaks. That's betterhelp.com slash musicspeaks for 10% off your first month. And thank you again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Hey guys, we wanted to take a quick minute to tell you about our recent partnership with the amazing Bones Coffee Company. Let's face it, you're probably sick and tired of drinking that old plain Jane coffee brand every morning. Well, fret not, dear listener. Bones Coffee is here to kick your taste buds into high gear. Bones Coffee has a wide variety of flavors to choose from, including maple bacon, peaches and spring, island grog, and my personal favorite, chocolate raspberry. Once you become hooked on the coffee, you'll be excited to learn that they have plenty of merch options to choose from as well. T-shirts, mugs, tote bags, the list goes on. You can buy their coffee in whole bean, ground, and even evil single serve options. Guys, we wouldn't lie to you. This coffee is great, and we know that you're going to love it too, which is why we have partnered up with Bones Coffee, and now our listeners have an exclusive discount code. Make sure to use the code MUSICSPEAKS at checkout for 10% off your order. That's right, James. Go to BonesCoffee.com to kickstart your new coffee addiction and use the code MUSICSPEAKS for 10% off today. If you're anything like me, free time is limited. So things like yard work are just not doable. And if you're also like me, you don't even own a lawnmower. That is why All Above Landscaping is the right choice. All Above includes a variety of options when it comes to your landscaping needs, including lawn installation, design, irrigation, debris removal, maintenance, and much more. If you're in the city of Sumter and you're looking for reliable service at a friendly price, give All Above Landscaping a call today. It's 803-464-7414. Mention that you heard this ad on this podcast and you'll get a special discount on your first service. Again, that's 803-464-7414. Call All Above Landscaping today. Hey, it's me, it's me, it's J-A-C. And welcome back to the Windward Trail Music Speaks podcast where we fight depression with the prior music. I am your professional handicapped host, James Cox. And today, I am Scooter from the Muppets. He did it. He did it, y'all. He did it. I, he I made it. Did. He did I'm, it. I'm, Big leagues. I have listen, royalties listen coming in from, where are they? Are they your own company? So I, I missed that. What'd you say? Because Muppets aren't like a Disney. Um, they are now. They are now. Yes. They were Jim Henson. They, they are now. Yeah. yeah, Disney owns them now. 
Oh my God, I'm making Disney money, y'all. That's we right, baby. Yeah. Listen, you cur- you collect those royalties, my friend. <laughs> Man, I'm yeah. I'm sharing it with y'all because we need to boost this podcast up. So okay, yeah. All right. Well, I'm commonly referred to as the loudest guy in the room, and it's probably because I'm hacking up a lung. I am your endless source of useless music knowledge. My name is Blake Mosley, aka Brosley, aka Emo Bemo, aka Tiny Tim. Did y'all know yeah. that Timothy is my first name? Is it really? I, I, I did. Yeah, so it fits. That's why I, I went with Tiny Tiny Tim. And um, here we are. Yeah, that's one of your that's other awesome. Names yeah. That, yeah. I can be one of your other names, Tiny Tim. Hey, man. You, you guys yeah. call me whatever. Just don't call me late for dinner. That's <laughs> what I'm talking about. Yes. And then there is me, Amanda Dolan. I may not know the name of the song, the artist, or the album like the other guys here. But chances are I will sing along loudly, proudly, and poorly. Just ask my kids. But I'll also tell you that I'm not a regular mom. I am a Muppet mom. <laughs> That's Muppet right. Mom. Oh, yes. Muppet man. Mom. Muppet. We're all Muppet moms today. Muppets. So <laughs> uh, what did you all do over the Thanksgiving weekend? Because I went to Sumter. And I'm yeah. so sorry, me and Blake couldn't connect. Couldn't we? Couldn't fine. make the connection. Um, no. but 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 I ran into our good friend uh, Kevin Jarvis. Oh yeah, and he's uh-huh. still interested in, in an interview, and his interview Ooh. is going to be on December second. For anybody who wants to um, tune in, and I think that Blake is going to be busy, but I, I'm hoping that uh, that Miss Amanda can uh, can join us. And yeah, we'll, we'll talk. Guy. We'll figure that out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's been in. I, I want to say like 13 bands, right, Blake? Dude, he's, it, he's it is guy. a lot. Yeah, Kevin Kevin but, has been in a number of bands. Um, I know that uh, Farpoint, obviously, being Farpoint one of the biggest most, ones. Yeah. Um, yeah. But Green Swamp has been really blowing up here recently. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's that's awesome. Yeah. Allie took guitar lessons from him. Yeah. Um, I've known Kevin for a long time. Uh, we have a lot of mutual friends. We've yeah. played music together. Um, Jeff, he's one of our mutual Jeff, friends, too. Jeff old Jeff Wisnett. Yeah. yeah, prior guest on the show. Um, Ghostbusters extraordinaire. And um funny story, real quick, quick real yeah. quick, like I want to tell the man to this. Uh I think Jeff uh wanted to come to Blake's win in the Ghostbusters <laughs> uniform, and Blake says, Do it. So he came yeah. dressed as the Ghostbuster at, at Blake's win. Yeah, oh, so okay. thing. All right, so Amanda, <laughs> I, must, I must explain. All right, so oh, she loved it. So, <laughs> right? all right, yes, she did. Oh, she absolutely. Okay, good. All right, so, um, so yes, Jeff is a is a huge Ghostbusters fan. Um, he was at a convention, uh, a a uh, where he dressed up in his attire, and um, he was invited to the wedding, and he's on the way and sends me a picture of him in the car dressed in his Ghostbusters suit, and he said something like on the way or whatever and i was like please tell me that you are wearing that to my wedding and he said well i was going to go home and change but you know if you want me to i can and i was like please show up wearing that please please do it and he did so like we have there's several photos i'll have to find them and send them to you oh please do several photos of jeff just like in the background just as (laughs) as a ghostbuster that's amazing uh, Allie loved it i loved it It it's great did he wear his pro- proton back too, or just? Can't remember just, if he had the pack on or if he just wore the thing. I'll have to go back. Be, and look, that would but... be so hilarious. I mean, no matter what, pack. it's spectacular. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a fun time. Fun time. 
Also, before I, I we get on y'all, um, there's something that I want to tell everybody and to thank Elias from Nonpoint. He oh, didn't yeah. send this to me, but um, he brought back a really good childhood memory, and I think that you'll, you're, y'all are going to freak out when you see that because, okay. Amanda, Blake, you, you, you're from my time. I was born in the 80s, Amanda, uh, 78. 79. I was 79. barely, barely and, in the 70s. And Blake, Blake 90. 91. 91. Gosh, we have three decades represented right, right here. Yeah. yeah, the three of the best. We're, we're all yes. old, but uh, but <laughs> I was on a nine point website, and something popped in popped in my brain. I'm like, I got to get this day one. So I want to show you show you this, and you tell me what it is. Is that a cassette tape? It is a cassette tape. Yes. Wow, that is yes. cool. Do you have yeah. a pencil just in case you need to wind I, it back? I, yeah, I, I gotta... do, but see, this connects to, to Bluetooth. This is an updated cassette too, but oh, if you can play it the regular cool. way. But it came with the their their new album um, called Heartless. It's cool. It's a cassette, you know, and, and, yeah. and it's a red cassette. I, too. I yeah. love that. I miss cassettes sometimes. Yeah. Like they were. Yeah. And, and I kind already had a. And I already had a Guar tape. A Guar, yeah, cool. from from one of so their cool. uh, deluxe vinyl editions, and I got a nine point shirt with them too. Nice, but it's so great. Now I can go back to collecting collecting cassettes. You know, yeah, because nice. I've had a lot more success finding what I want rather sure. than vinyl. Because vinyl is pretty hard to get nowadays. Yeah, it because is. Because like, we can find anywhere, you know, any, any we have. A huge used bookstore here in town, and they have a ton of cassettes and VHS tapes. Yeah. So I will go and like, yeah. like FaceTime with you or something, and be like, "What do you want?" Yes, because they're please. all like cheap and. I love. I lo- oh my god! I can't, do, do you remember that? You stick it in. Oh there. yeah. Oh gosh. gosh. That takes me back. Yeah. Is that? Oh, oh my gosh! That like, that's like a Walkman. <laughs> yeah. For, like, it is a Walkman. Can... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it's uh, Bluetooth enabled, so you can hook it up to any, you know. But I prefer to listen to it old school, you know. Heck yeah! I plan to get my, my all my cassettes up back that I had, like like Nirvana, um, yep. ACDC, Aerosmith. Oh my god! All I, those. I can, the, yes. I can go crazy with it. more crazy than um, these guys right here, which is my vinyl records. But right. oh my god, yeah. So if you yes. want one, go to the nine point website. It's only like twenty four bucks with with the shirt. So you yeah. get a you'll get an awesome shirt too. Um, it's um you know one of their new new shirt designs. So I mean it's great. So pick it up if you so, want. That's awesome. Question: oh, Is this the and album? Get him back coming on. And yes, we, gotta, we do need to have him back. And when we had him on before, um, we uh, so we we were discussing. They had some pretty big news at the time that they were their next release was going to be released independently. Is this on the their app- own label? Yep. Yeah. So I, this I, is- I think it's three sixty one records, right? Or okay. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, congrats, congrats to them, man. That's a big, yeah. that's a big thing when bands take that leap and they they do something on their yeah. own label. You know, that's that's a big deal. So, so Elias, I love you for bringing back my one of my biggest childhoods of all time. Thank you very much. Yes, I'm sir. not sure he listens to us still, but you know, yeah. I, mean, I can send it to him and see what awesome. he's doing, you know. Uh, what did y'all do for uh, Thanksgiving? Anything fun? I was um, in Colorado. Yeah. He's in Colorado. Yeah. Um, and I coughed a lot. That's what I did. And then <laughs> Blake and I um, talked on this Sorry. Saturday. We recorded on the Saturday after um, 
Thanksgiving. And I was like, yeah, my throat's like dry from Colorado, like dry air. Mm. And then like four hours later, I was sick. And I was like, Blake, you got me sick. It's yeah, your fault. My fault. From 1200 miles away or whatever miles and miles away it's the dang internet germs. that's what it is this this all those viruses internet yes oh, yeah. that's you what they hear all about. the viruses on all those computer viruses yeah i know man my my antivirus software is out of date so i got amanda sick i'm sorry it's all your fault <laughs> Yeah, always fault. Yeah. Um, I have a question for you guys. What what is your uh what is your connection to the Muppets? Or are, are you guys big? I know James is a big Muppets fan, but Amanda, what what are, what are you feeling uh, towards Muppets? I do. I mean, I do love I love the Muppets, but I I think it was like the original Muppets movie was like uh, my um yeah yeah that had to be the original really sure, sure. um I don't know. There's, but there's so much good Muppet stuff. There Muppet is. Babies. Okay, I know Muppet Babies, Muppet Muppet babies is not, a, yes. but like, Muppet yes. Baby. Oh, I oh my gosh. That was a great show too. Man. Okay, so yeah, I'm sorry. I'm I'm changing Muppet Babies. That was my jam. Oh, yeah, they're Muppets Absolutely. too. I mean, they're just tiny, tinier. You know? Yeah, and cartoon, but. Fun size. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes, uh, fun size. Yeah. <laughs> kind Speaking... of like me at 5'1". I'm fun size. <laughs> fun size. <laughs> Speaking of the Muppets, everybody loves the Muppets, including, um, I guess, the members of Slipknot. <laughs> because uh, Jay Weinberg, I don't know if Amanda knows about uh, Jay Weinberg, but he we talked about him before. He's the son of Max Weinberg. That, yes. That, that drummer for Springsteen. Yeah. Yes. Well, he got released and no one knows why. And all the speculation yeah. is between who's the next drummer and... It is it is grossly by far. So he's going no, to No, I think my no, my, vote, <laughs> my <laughs> vote my vote is for for animal. <laughs> yes, but <laughs> matter of fact, perfect. They, they did a they they, they uh, did a post, and we and and it's like well, we got our new drummer, and then you flip the next screen, <laughs> and it's and it's animal from that's puppets. Funny. That yeah. is funny. Yeah. So I uh, yes, nobody knows that's probably how I would sound so. drumming just. Yeah, just <laughs> wild <laughs> yeah yeah i love man i love the muppets i always have um and uh, you know most jim henson like you know products i guess it, it has i've always been a, a big fan of them i loved sesame street when i was mm -hmm. a kid um you know elmo of course bert and ernie like big bird like of course i loved fraggle rock um i watched the crap oh. out of that show as well oh my god you're bringing up so much <laughs> but the muppets me. if i'm being honest though the muppets like as a whole was not my favorite thing. Um, but I liked other Jim Henson things. Um, now I did watch the Muppets. I did watch the old Muppets, like variety show that they had. Yes. Back in the day, that was good. Um, and then, but you know, like as a kid, I really liked the Muppets, um, treasure Island, I almost said planet, uh, tre treasure Island. Um, and, uh, and then of course this, the, the Muppets Christmas Carol, it was like a yes. staple. Uh, of my um you know my childhood memories and christmas memories in particular and uh it, it is a uh it is a beloved classic in this mosley household i can tell you that for sure november 1st we were it's 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 on like we're we're watching it um and uh we're hooked i think it's so good i love the uh, just the christmas carol story in general um is amazing like i've always been a big Absolutely. fan of it. It's, I mean, it's spooky. It's spooky. I love spooky stuff. It's a ghost story, but it's a Christmas story. But it's, oh. And it's also a full of life lessons and a reminder, like to be 
here, like right, right to like live your life yeah. the best right now. Exactly. And to be generous and kind and compassionate. And like, yes, that was totally like the mom and me being like, look for the lesson. Right. But like, still, it's there. And it's yeah. I love that. Right, right. And uh, I, I think uh, I, I, my first like exposure to A Christmas Carol um, at, like as a kid was, you know, we read like the, the like the condensed version of it in school. Right. Like not the actual novel by Charles Dickens. We didn't go that far. Um, very condensed. And then with the school I went to, they every year they would do like a play, um, like a Christmas play. And it would be like a retelling of A Christmas Carol. And I was infatuated with it as a kid. And I couldn't wait till I got old enough um, to where I could actually like be in it because I wanted to be a part of it. I wanted to play a role in it. Um, and then, of course, like the year that I was finally old enough to do it, they stopped Doing it for some reason, it's like, of course you did. Whatever. Of course they did. Yeah. Yeah. That's not fair. So I don't think I have a, I I, I don't think I had to have a good um, uh, favorite Muppet Muppet character. Um, Do you all have any favorite ones off the top of your head? Fozzie Bear. Fozzie. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I love Fozzie. Yeah. Yeah, I do love, I mean, Animal, like, of course, pretty yeah. awesome. Animal was, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. But I, I really like Miss Piggy. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. She's kind of bossy and you know doesn't take any crap from anyone and yeah, you know yeah. she's a boss babe for sure. There you go. Yeah. 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 That's right. Oh yeah, Donzo. we'll just we'll stick with that. Yeah. Gonzo was also that's I where I was. Gonzo. I was yeah. But Gonzo could I could find Gonzo annoying sometimes. <laughs> Gonzo and Rizzo kind of as, like a, a, as a pair. Yes. They, were, oh. they were a great Rizzo. duo. Rizzo was um, a especially mouse, right? in the, Yeah, Rizzo yeah, is the yeah. mouse. <laughs> yeah. And, and um, it was um, Tiny Tim in uh, the Muppet Christmas. Christmas so Carol he Ray was, <laughs> excuse me. Um, No, so actually oh. um, in in the uh, Muppets Christmas Carol, uh, so I've done, I, I listened to like two different podcasts today, like in preparation for doing this. They wanted to do a a totally different version of what we got for Muppets Christmas Carol. They wanted it to be way more funny. They wanted to be a full on parody of a Christmas Carol where, you know, you know, big staple Muppets characters were actually the, the three ghosts. Um, But then like, they just, they were like, you know, we're not doing the story justice by doing it that way. So that's why Mm. the three ghosts are not your normal characters. Right. Ones that were created for that. Um, but, uh, Gonzo plays Charles Dickens, uh, for, <laughs> which was also never, had never been done before. Like no one has ever put him like in the spotlight before right, in the story. Right. So yeah. he plays Charles Dickens telling the story. Um, and then Rizzo is just Rizzo and he's like his little sidekick, just hanging around and joking. Yeah. And stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Comedic relief. So, right. Yeah. Fun stuff. I absolutely love it. Um, and the second that we finish tonight. Guess what I'm putting on as I settle down. I am I, 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 I remember it. I don't want to say vaguely remember because I remember most stuff like like um Marley and Marley. You know those old, Marley those old guys. Marley. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then um, but I forgot who were the other two ghosts. But I'm pretty sure we're gonna go for that. Oh well, yeah. I, I think good. we're gonna hear. Yeah. We're gonna we're, we're gonna, gonna get there. Yeah. 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 
Awesome. Well, hey, let's dive right in here. So The yeah. Muppets Christmas Carol is a 1992 American Christmas musical film directed by Brian Henson, Jim Henson's son, mm-hmm. uh, for those who don't know, uh, in his feature directorial debut um, from a screenplay, screenplay, screenplay by Jerry Jewell. It is the fourth theatrical film uh, featuring The Muppets, adapted from the 1843 novella A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens. Um, the film stars Michael Caine, the best Alfred that has ever been fighting mm-hmm. yeah. um, at 70s Scrooge alongside Muppet performers, uh, Dave Goels, Goels, uh, Goals, is it Goals? Let's go to Skulls. Let's go with Goals. Yeah, man. Goals, life goals. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve Whitmire, Jerry Nelson, and Frank Oz. Also, Fozzie Bear and Yoda. Yoda. That's right, buddy. You got it. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know that, Amanda? I did not. Uh, yeah, Have he was a voice of Yoda. I learned something every time. Every time. There you go. Stick with us and you'll you'll be able to win all the trivia at your local brewery. Um, yes. Artistic license is taken to suit the aesthetic of the Muppets. Uh, the Muppet Christmas Carol otherwise follows Dickens' original story very closely. Um, and I love that. It, I, I absolutely love that. It's it's very accurate despite like <laughs> the any, yeah. this world that they did it in. Anyway. Um, it is the first Muppet film to be produced following the deaths of Muppets uh, creator Jim Henson and performer Richard Hunt. The film is dedicated to both of them. So, yeah, uh, Jim Henson died, you know, not long before, like, all this came to fruition. Um, right. And it was, you know, it was really sad because it was like pneumonia and like complications from from pneumonia. Mm-hmm. And they said if he had just like gone to the doctor just a little bit sooner, like got on like, you know, the right anti- antibiotics and stuff like that. Like he, he, he could have lived and it just, it was just bad timing. Like he, he pushed through it. He was always, he was such a busy person, you know, and was <coughs> sick. Sounds like me uh, <laughs> sick and just didn't like, you know, just didn't quite make it through in time to, to make it through that. So it really sad. Um, but uh, yeah, like, Brian Henson took over after that. He was the head honcho and this was their, their first like thing after Jim Henson died. Um, right. And also if you want a real tearjerker, go, go watch Jim Henson's funeral on mm. YouTube, <laughs> excuse me. And uh big bird um, singing at his funeral. It like sounds like it would be funny. It is the saddest thing in the world and you will cry your eyes out. I promise. Yeah. I don't want to cry. <laughs> I don't, don't want, want to, to do cry. that, so I'm we, good. I'm we, all right, right well, now. if you're really into crying, then you can go do that. Oh, we don't want to be depressed. No, I, I, crying, is, <laughs> crying is so good for you. Don't get me wrong, but I cried at the DMV today trying to get a car title taken care of, so I don't want to cry. No. no. Y'all, I'm, I'm, I wish I was joking. Like, I was actually crying in the DMV. Excuse me. Like, tears. It was, yeah. it was not, anyway. Why? Story for another day. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just the oh. long version is I had all the things and they told me I didn't have all the things. Oh, and then they told me, like, oh, well, can't you just have your mom just come down here? I'm like, my mom that's in Colorado and your is mom. giving me this car because she's sick and can't drive it anymore. Yeah. No, I can't just have her like run over here. <laughs> wow. Sorry. Uh, yeah, it was anyway. Yeah. That's absurd. I hate it. It was fine. It was just, you know, it was all the things. It was, but yes, so I cried there. I don't want to cry to that oh, today, well, but maybe later. Maybe one day. Week. One, yeah. one day you're going to you're gonna say, how can I ruin my day today? Um, I'm going to go watch Jim Henson's funeral and watch Big Bird sing to him 
And then she's um, gonna say, "Thanks, Blake, for thanks, Blake." Go <laughs> <Thanks a> on. <lot. laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. So the film was released in the United States on December eleventh, nineteen ninety two. I had just turned one years old. Um. By Buena Vista Pictures Distribution, it was a uh, modest box office success and re- uh, received generally favorable reviews. Um. It is the first Muppets film to be produ- produced by Walt Disney Pictures, whose parent company would later acquire the rights to the Muppets characters and the assets in two thousand four. Um. So when it initially came out, it was. Okay, that this 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 right here gives it a little more credit than what actually happened. It bombed. It was not a hit. But if you go back and you look at when it was released, it was sandwiched. And I don't know why Disney did this, but it was sandwiched right there with Aladdin and Home Alone 2. So what do you oh, think is going to happen? Yeah. Right, exactly. Like <laughs> right, Christmas season, like I mean, it's out of school, whatever. They're going to go see a bunch of movies. Aladdin I, and Home Alone 2, man. That <laughs> at least it came out at the right time of you know, the right time of uh year. Christmas, right, yes. Right? At least it was released uh, uh around Christmas and not like in the summer. Right, uh, right. Like a crazy person would do. Um but uh yeah, it's it, it didn't have a fighting chance, but it has to it has developed this like cult following ever since then. Um and I am in that cult, mm-hmm. proud to say. Um so <laughs> So, excuse me, it's following Jim Henson's death in May of 19, uh, 1990, the, the talent agent uh, Bill Haber approached uh, Henson's son, Brian, with the idea of filming an adaptation. Uh, Haber told Henson that a, uh, quote, Christmas Carol is the greatest story of all time. You should do that. Uh, and later informed Henson that he had sold the idea to ABC as a television film. Uh, the longtime Muppets writer Jerry Jewell was hired to write the script and decided to insert Charles Dickens as the as as the uh, stand-in narrator in order to remain faithful to the original uh, prose prose. Sure, prose. Uh, yeah, prose. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I second guess my like pronunciation of some words because I'm like, oh wait, I don't remember what that word is from high school. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, anyway, the original prose of the written material. Uh, Henson stated that Gonzo was chosen because he was the least likely choice to play Charles Dickens, uh, <laughs> while Rizzo the Rat was added to inject some humor and serve as a Greek chorus of sorts. Mm. Um, established Muppet, Muppet characters were initially written to portray the ghost with various accounts stating Robin the Frog um, or uh, Scooter was to be the ghost of Christmas past, uh, Miss Piggy to be the ghost of Christmas present, and Gonzo, before he was written to portray Dickens, or animal as the ghost of Christmas yet to come. I would still love to see that. Uh, yes, but it definitely would not have hit as hard uh, in, in that way. So, um, movie humor. Well, they said that <laughs> they said that the uh, the original idea for Gonzo playing the ghost of Christmas yet to come was just this picture of like a the hooded figure, right? So you can't see the face in any portrayal, right? right? But all you can see is his nose, his like blue <laughs> nose, like sticking out with this hood. So that was the idea that they had, and they tried to make it happen, but then they were like, it just, it just doesn't work, it doesn't work. So, um, so yeah, maybe in an alternate universe, uh, there there is that version that yes. lives on. Um, however, the idea was scrapped in favor of new Muppet characters that would better underline the uh, ominous nature. Um, after the script was submitted for approval to ABC, the executives of Walt Disney Pictures offered to per- uh, purchase the script for a feature film instead of doing it a uh, as a television uh, release. So 
the English actors David Hemmings, Ron Moody, and David Warner, and the American comedian George Carlin were considered to portray Ebenezer Scrooge. George Carlin would have been funny. Yeah, um, he would have been great. But yeah, a lot of expletives. That would have been awesome. Um, Henson later offered the role to Michael Caine, who replied, quote, I'm going to play this movie like I'm working with the Royal Shakespeare Company. I will never wink. I will never do anything Muppety. I'm going to play Scrooge as if it is an utterly dramatic role and there are no puppets around me. And, and that's he, the way you should be playing. Exactly. You know? exactly. That's why he's like the great one of the greatest actors yeah. of all time. You know? Yeah. Well, Tim Curry, whenever he did uh, Muppet Treasure Island, he did the same thing. He was like, yeah. that is why th- those two portrayals yeah. in those Muppet movies are so good is because he acted like those Muppets were real human People. beings. Right, that yeah. he's working with, right, and it and it shows very well. Um, <laughs> excuse me, I'm so sorry, I'm coughing like crazy. Um, he took inspiration for the uh, uh, for the role from uh, Wall Street cheats and embezzlers. <laughs> I thought that they represented a very good picture of uh, meanness and greed. Which, well, by the way, anybody is greedy. I mean, it's it's more yeah, 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 well, yeah, Wall or, and Wall Street. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, for sure. And by the way, before Muppet Christmas Carol, I had no idea what uh, skin flint, what a skin flint was. Do you guys know? I never heard of that. There goes Mr. Skin Flint. (laughs) So like, I always thought it was something gross. I was like, that sounds like something that you have surgically removed. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. But it it means someone who is greedy. uh, And uh, and, and I was like, oh. There you go. That's that's the word that I remember, not pros. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because uh-huh. that's a good trivia word. Right, exactly. Skin flint. Yeah. There goes Mr. Skin Flint. We just we just walk around like singing that all the time. Uh, <laughs> production took place at the uh Shepherdson Studios in England uh during filming in order to allow for the Muppets and the human actors to be in the shot. Um uh, floors had to be removed and reinserted. With Michael Caine having to walk across narrow planks between the Muppets and their performers. That would be terrifying. I would slip. I couldn't do it. Um, Additionally, the buildings in the London street scenes were constructed by hand, but diminished in size in order to achieve the appearance that the streets were relatively longer. Uh, When the musical sequence, It Feels Like Christmas, ends with a crane crane shot, um, the short buildings become visibly seen in the background, um, which is whatever. I mean... What are you going to do? Brian Henson explained on the DVD audio commentary that they were aware of the problem during shooting, but eventually decided that the closing shot was worth it as they believed that not many people would notice the error. I love it because it like creates this world. Like I love the way that the, the, the city looks in mm-hmm. Muppet Christmas Carol. I want to live there um, yeah. and spend my Christmas, my, my, my Christmases uh, in, uh, in that world. So, <laughs> excuse me uh walt disney pictures appear to have high expectations for the film uh being their widest release film uh of the holiday season and second widest release under the disney banner that year because aladdin uh however the film opened in sixth place initially reported to have collected 5.9 million in the box office estimates uh which was later revised to uh to just 5 million um, ultimately the Muppet Christmas Carol grossed a total of 27.3 million in North America, uh, despite being a modest bof- box office success, the Muppet Christmas Carol did not have a large effect, uh, during its theatrical release. Again, 
having to face competition from Home Alone 2, lost to New York, and Disney's own Aladdin, which, you know, Disney would go on later to own the rights to Home Alone 2 as well uh, yeah. whenever they bought They own all the things. But they own all the things, but, like, yeah, dude, like, it didn't it didn't have a fighting chance. No way. No. How about Home Alone? How, yeah. how do you guys feel about Home Alone? I was just thinking about that before you said that, and, and um, at the uh, when I went home from for Sumter, I'm worried about you, Blake. Are you all right? I'm gonna make it, buddy. Okay, I, all right. My lungs <laughs> are still intact. I am so concerned about you right now, man. But it's okay. But when I went home to Sumter, me and my mom watched Home Alone one and two back to back. You know, because yeah, uh, channels there that I don't have. Um, I do like Home Alone two, but I love Home Alone one. Oh yeah, that original is oh, hard to beat. So, yeah. yeah. I but mean, I do, but I do like two because of Tim Curry. Tim Curry. Oh yeah. Oh, he's Tim fantastic. Curry. He's yeah. just fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Yeah. But, but no, there's that. Who I was talking to one of you, I think, about Polka and John Candy and Home Alone One. Was I? I think Remember the Polka about... band, and she gets yeah. the ride yeah. Yeah. in the yeah. back of the yes. Yeah. Big I love. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I. I love I love the original. It was, you know, I was I was that age because I think yeah. when it came out, I was like 10. And so it was like the perfect, you know, oh, my gosh, like how cool would it be to be like at home by myself? <laughs> right. You know, yeah. for that long. And then, Intruders. yes, all of it um, and how clever he is. Um, but it always the. You know, that yeah. the, the classic Home yeah. Alone yeah. face when he does the aftershave. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like all of it. And uh, now as a parent, I'm like, how the heck do you make you it all the way to like another country twice. without your kid? They did it twice. They messed yes. up. So and then mom... also, like, I want to know what they did to be able to afford that house. Right, right. And a trip with that many people to Europe yeah. for a holiday. Like, I just, I'm curious. Like, that's a, Oh, yeah? Yeah, so this is a common thing that comes up every year. Numerous articles, they talk about, like, what did what did his parents do? Um, they don't talk about his mom, um, but his dad, I believe they said, you know, worked at some prestigious law firm or something like that. Okay. The trip was paid for by his brother, who lived in Paris, who was like oh. an art collector or something, something like that. Somebody did okay. that in the movie. They they do. It is a very it oh, is oh, a very very small line. It is over, that's why so many people are like, where in the crap did this dude get all the money? It's because yeah. it's like so quickly. Oh, your brother bought the tickets for us to come to Paris this year. Yada yada yada, and and, and it's oh, in the midst right, okay. of all the yeah, chaos. See, I yeah, didn't, I didn't, okay, it got overlooked it. every I time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it is very uh, overlooked. That, yeah. that 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 the, mo- that the mother in home loan, she's like the ter- the most terrible mother of, of, of all time. Catherine on is she is so great, but she is a terrible. Well, she's mother. Two years, yeah. It's like um, I mean, well. there's a, there's a lot of kids. There's a lot of kids to to keep up with. Right. I will say this that when I um took kindergartners on field trips, mm-hmm. you counted heads, but also each person had their buddy. Yeah, yeah. So it's like you a have, double, you, you have know, to count their face got... too. That's the problem. Yes. And which is why you have the buddies, because then right. the buddy is like, that's not my buddy. 
Yeah. Or my buddy's not here, you know. Buddy system so, yeah. works. Well, they're counting yeah. and they put the the child one of the children in charge of counting the other ch- that was that was yeah, that's stupid. Yeah, oh, no. like, like there's so many, so yeah. many mistakes. Uh, As a parent game, now, I'm like, uh the movie. Um, yeah. All the all the mistakes. But that's the thing, is it's yeah. you know, it's not reality. You gotta suspend reality sometimes, yeah. Yeah. right? Whether it's it's hard for you know, forgetting your child at home well, or you know. Yeah. Speaking of being uh, real humans. Uh, right, right, exactly. Thank uh, you, Michael Green and Tim Curry. Um, right. speaking of suspending reality, uh once you once we get done with this, you guys really need to look up the theory that uh Kevin from Home Alone would grow up to become Jigsaw. All right. I'm gonna leave you with that and we'll continue Ooh. on. Yeah, let that simmer right. a little bit. Do your research on that later. It is wild. Um, so Excuse me, the music. Wait, Gotta wait, talk wait, about wait, the music. Wait, 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 wait. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Huh? Jigsaw from Saw. From Saw, yeah, he would grow up to be to be Jigsaw. You just you marinate on that, my friend, and you do your research, and you let me know what you think. All right, me and Brian covered that on Not Religious, uh, three I'll or five, three to four. To years ago. <laughs> yeah, you have to yeah, go back and listen yeah. to all that. Yeah, man, it's crazy. It's wild. Okay, all right, cool. Um. Okay. All right, so this is a music podcast, so we have to talk about the music in this movie to, because yeah, it's so to, freaking to. good. The yeah. oh my lord, the uh, it, it it's it is musicals are great. I didn't get into musicals until me and Allie started dating, um, but I always love this right, and like this is just by far my favorite musical of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, uh, so yeah, the film's original score, by the way, original score. I love that was composed by Miles Goodman with songs written by Paul Williams. Uh, Williams previously worked with the Muppets on the uh, soundtrack to the Muppet movie uh, that was released in uh, 1979 in which he had uh, Kenneth, excuse me, Asher. uh, He and Kenneth Asher, excuse me, were nominated for an Academy Award for writing Rainbow Connection um, from that movie. So Goodman previously scored several films that were directed by Muppet performer. Frank Oz, again, who is the voice of Yoda. Hey, there it is. Yoda Learned. Was he. <laughs> um, Yoda so, he was. So I also, uh, well, I'll talk about it in a second. So Muppet Christmas Carol original motion picture soundtrack contains all the songs from the film, uh, which were written by Paul Williams, as, uh, as well as several cues from the score by Miles Goodman. However, most of them are different arrangements than what appear in the film. Uh, the performances are by the Muppet characters as well as uh, Michael Caine, who could not sing, by the way. He had never had any experience singing, but he he did for this movie, and you can tell. Uh, and the album <laughs> also includes the songs Room in Your Heart and Chairman of the Board that were recorded but never filmed. Um, as with all the previous uh, Muppet films, the Muppet Christmas Carol was shot as a musical, the soundtrack album peaked at number 189 on the Billboard 200 chart, uh, and the soundtrack was re-released on digital by Walt Disney Records on November 6, 2012. At least um, it made the charts, right? It did. I mean, it, I mean, I mean, so, mean barely. Barely, but it, barely, it made but it. It, it, it right, made yeah. it, man. Yeah. That's all that matters. You made it. Um. So, Paul Williams, just a little bit on him. Uh. So, all right. I, I listened to a podcast that kind of went into him a little bit more today and how tragic his story is. Um, also really sad, a lot of sad stuff here today. Um, but he, you know, was a, a successful composer songwriter. Um, as mentioned before, he worked on, uh, the Muppets, uh, movie 
Um, and then he was like, dude, I, I was, I was making all this money from working with Jim Henson and the Muppets and everything. And then like got into drugs really bad. And he, uh, his, he said there's like a 10 year span of his life that is just like gone. He doesn't remember because of how bad it was. Um, but you know, he got himself cleaned up and he was doing a lot better, which is why he came back to do this. Um, and at first he had some hesitations about like, am I going to be able to, to do this? Um, am I going to be able to perform? Do I still have it in me? Um, and really use the story of Ebenezer Scrooge and his redemption, um, as a way to kind of mirror what he was doing, redeeming himself for all of the things that he had gone through, uh, and to better himself and really was inspired by the story of Scrooge going from, and we all know it, right? We don't have to talk about like the whole story yeah. of the Christmas Carol. We all know Scrooge was a douchebag, and he uh, like ter- really turns his life around, um, and you know sees the error of his ways and appreciating living in the moment and and things like that. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, it's super. It was super sweet, super inspiring to hear about. So good for him. Yeah. Good. All right. Uh, excuse me. Right. So there's so many good songs, right? Um, but this one is one that gets overlooked all the time and I would not be surprised if not everybody knew about it, but we're going to talk about when love is gone. Do you guys know about that one? No, no. Um, Okay. All right. So when love is gone is a song that was sung by the character bell, um, portrayed by Meredith Braun as she laments that Scrooge's love of money has replaced his love of her. Uh, the song itself was cut from the original 1992 American theatrical edition of the film by Jeffrey Katzenberg, um, the then chairman of the Walt Disney Studios. <laughs> Sorry, I've watched a lot of like you, you don't YouTube like them. I we don't need to. We're good. Yeah, <laughs> we're on the same page here. Yeah. <laughs> so, um. So anyway, Jeffrey Katzenberg, uh, who believed that the song would not appeal to young viewers, uh, instead the song was played during the film's end credit scene. Which makes no sense to me. Like it wasn't in the movie, but you're watching Martina McBride's version of it, right. uh, getting sung at the end of it, and you're like, "What oh, is the song? Why is she singing about love being gone? I don't understand." Yeah. Um. So Brian Henson objected to this decision as the uh, concluding song, "The Love We Found," was a direct counterpoint to it. So counterpoint. Counterpoint. <laughs> yeah. Um. Sorry. Commented, when love is gone was not in the theatrical release and is presently missing from some copies of the movie which is a real shame uh, the song titled when love is gone is only included on some home media releases of the muppets Christmas carol uh, which are now out of print it is included as a deleted scene in the extra section of the film on disney plus uh, the section has uh, also includes an option to view the entire film with the song restored in its original place Hmm. Um, so yeah, so they cut it and then they lost like, the, cause this is back in the day before you could like put stuff on hard drives and make sure everything's safe. Yeah. They right. lost the, the film negative, but they lost it and could not find it for years. And it wasn't until the year 2020 when they finally was like, Oh crap, here it is. And then <laughs> able to like put it back in the, right. It was crazy. Um, <laughs> excuse me. The song is included. On all of the 1993 VHS and Laserdisc releases of the film, uh, as well as at least one UK VHS release, uh, the Laserdisc version includes the only widescreen presentation of the song ever released, which was also a big deal because it was widescreen and it didn't fit anyway. Sidebar. Hold on. Wait, 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 yeah. wait, wait. Go back. 
How do yep. you lose something for almost like 30 years and just one year like, oh, wait a minute here? No. Because Brian Henson would not leave them alone about it. No lie. For 30 really? years and blue Disney. So him? Oh, okay. Yes. Right. And was like, hey, did you find it yet? Hey, have you found it? That makes sense. You know? Yeah. It makes me wonder, like, did they hide it so that it wouldn't be in there because what's his right. name didn't want it to be there? Mm -hmm. And then Wait. Brian Henson was driving them crazy. They were right. finally like, here, could take be. it. Shut up. <laughs> it could be. Yeah. Very well could I have mean, been that. Yeah. But, yeah. but, but that's good on him for, for, bothering them, you know, for bothering them for us. I'm glad it's there. Yeah. Also, laser discs. I just. Laser discs. Laser yeah. discs. I've that's never right. seen a laser disc. No, nah, I didn't yes, either. You have. Oh well, yeah, but you, I never actually I, like. I've it. never owned one. I never right, had a right, laser disc yeah. player or anything. Yeah, but, but we had that at school. But I know you're like Ryan Rickard, right? Then they put in, in that like side. A, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 It's monster. it's a DVD or CD, just like 18 times the size and <laughs> yeah. pointless. Yeah. Yeah, Not yeah. any right. better, yeah. but yeah, it's. Yeah. <laughs> it makes for a, good, the, a really good coaster. Yes, <laughs> very big. More like a trivet for your your casserole. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, hot. it's a good hot plate. Um, there you go. Yes. For your casserole. Hot plate. Um, so uh, the 2002 and 2005 DVD releases of the movie retain the song in the 90 minute full screen version of the film, but not in the 86 minute widescreen version of the same disc. Um, a 2012 standalone DVD release of the film uses the same disc from the 2005 release. So it also contains the song. However, a different DVD was used for the 2012 Blu-ray combo pack which does not contain the song. Uh, the digital download release of the film contains the entire When Love is Gone uh, as a bonus feature in widescreen and high definition. In a 2018 interview with The Big Issue, Henson said that he believed that the song was unlikely to appear in any further releases of the film because Disney had reportedly lost the original video master uh, and film negative. Um, so, however, December 9th, 2020... Almost, old, right? oh, yeah, almost, you know, like 11th <laughs> was the original release date, right? In, in 92, December 9th, 2020, Henson confirmed to BBC uh, Radio 2 that the original film negative featuring the entire footage of the song had been found yep. by Disney Ar Archives and, uh, and would be included in all future 4K releases. Uh, due to time constraints, Disney Plus was unable to include the new full version on its 20 uh, Christmas 2020 streaming release of the film. Um, at the 2022 D23 Expo in September, Henson stated the full version of the film with the song left intact uh, would be available on Disney Plus on December 11th of that year. So it all comes back around, baby. It all comes back around. 30 years later, they finally got it right um, to the date. Um, <clears throat> so the full version of the song with of the film, excuse me, with the song included was made available on Disney Plus in the film's extras section on December 9th, 2022. And here so we go. I want to be hired as a intern on at Disney Plus so I can act like I'm not finding anything. Then yeah, I'm still, I don't know where it's at, man. Like, oh, I'm telling you, can't find it. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> I wonder how much did they get paid for it? You know, just lose something by mistake. And then magically and then act like you, you've been yeah, looking for it for act, 30 years. Act like, yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, as a parent, I've definitely never, you know, 
not found something and looked See, really hard I for it, and then it appeared like Amanda can be a beneficial factor in their um, and and their because mother I mother's fine. Oh, we can find we can find everything and hide everything. There you go. <laughs> I I think um, what me and my dad can can lose something one minute, and and me. Me and my dad cannot find it it's right there. And my mom's like, it's right there. And I'm like, okay. It's <laughs> right, literally right there. Right in front of your face. It yeah. is in your hand. Yeah. It has been in your hand the whole time. Yeah. And you right. couldn't. Exactly. Oh, yeah. So, so... Like, my kids will, like, they'll open the fridge and they'll be like, do we have any, like, milk? And I'm like, yeah, it's right there. Yeah, no, it's not. Right. It's like, it's, no, it's right. There. And I then I'm like, if I have to get up and go in there. Yeah. And, well... and I find it. In my first try, and, 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 and then do. of course I do, and then and, I'm like, right, you're yeah, in trouble. Yeah, yeah. Dude, yeah. Allie does do. that to me. She's like, "Hey, can you grab something out of the cabinet?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I'll go get it." And then I'm like, "I don't see it anywhere." But if I don't want to ask her where it's at because oh, she's gonna have to get up and go find it, and I don't want to do that. So then I'll go back in the room. And I'm like, "Hey, can you describe the thing that you're talking about?" <laughs> she just gets up. She's like, "I'll just get. I'll just get. I'll just get it." And I'm like, "No, no, no. I got it. I, I'll, I'll find I it." No, it, it so it's gonna be quicker if I just get up. Yeah. Oh, I mean, but I'm like, my kids will be like, "Hey, do you have a rubber band?" And I'm like, "Yes, in that drawer next to the sink. <laughs> if you go in the back, there's a yellow sponge, and then under the yellow sponge, <laughs> there is a purple notebook, and under the purple notebook, there's a yellow rubber band. So there's there's your rubber band. I how I I don't know. It's out. It's, it's magic. How, that's how it works, man. It's okay. That sounds like a, like, a, gifted like, a, that. Uh, like a like a Chinese like a flight trap or something. You like like one of those boxes you have to open like like an order. Yeah. Yes. You know, or touch oh, this, yeah. slide this open just just a little bit, and then you hear a click, and then uh, yeah. Oh yeah. It's yeah, weird. It's, yeah. it's a mom thing, like yeah. or maybe even a woman thing. Again, I go back to it should be the not the Federal Bureau of Investigation. It's the female. Bureau yeah. investigation. Yeah, exactly. We, yeah. yeah. We can find yeah. out anything. Yeah. Got it. Just down, ask James. Man. Yeah. Good Lord. Yeah. <laughs> I there was some, he couldn't find something on a band, and I was like, give me a minute. But all of a sudden I've got like the guy's name, his business, Heck his yeah. girlfriend's name, like data about it all. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, it, I mean, she dived deep in that it one was, and I'm like, oh well, crap, I can find I think it, it was what like three minutes from the yeah. time you were like, I can't I find much. 20 I minutes it. finding that trying to find that Blake, and she found it in like <laughs> what like three or four minutes. That's impressive. Yeah. So we're, we're glad know. to have you, you know. Very glad <laughs> to have you, right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, that's all I really got. There's a quote here from BBC, uh, on the, uh, on the movie. So on the musical, excuse me, uh, the Muppets Christmas Carol popularity, uh, Christmas Carol's popularity is so immense that it's, it has become a focal point of the festive season for many friends and families who insist that Christmas, uh, Christmas hasn't begun, really begun until they belted out. There goes Mr. Humbug. There goes Mr. Grimm. Uh, in unison at full vol volume. Although I changed the words to the uh, skin flint version of it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, it is just, it, it is a staple in this household for sure. We love this film. Um, we love the music. I love the story of uh, A Christmas Carol. It's just always just, just been so unique and I, I love it. And then to have the Muppets yeah. come along and do such a faithful adaptation at that. Mm -hmm. Um, oh, there's a lot of great like adaptations of the story that has come out over the years, the billion movies, but this one is just like, 
this one and the and Mickey's Christmas Carol was really good too. Oh yes, yes. Um, but the the Muppets one, man, just always hits home for me, and um, I absolutely love it. So yeah. So I want to do what you're doing after this podcast. I'm gonna watch uh, it. Fired up. Just, it's been I'm pack up my lungs. And I'm gonna watch. Yeah, don't die. I mean, we need you here. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm, we. I don't. That would make me really well, sad because I haven't gotten to like meet you in real human <laughs> form. Yeah, just virtual. And just I'd like to like give you a and hug then, and you know, right? We'll meet physically in one day. Um, and and one day and soon. go play some trivia and like. Could you imagine? Yeah. Like, what kind of force we would be in trivia? Uh, be yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Maybe, maybe one day we can all plan like a Disney trip or something. You know, oh, that'd be fun. Oh, yeah, that would yeah. be fun. And, and we'll get like on it because he knows at the ends and now. No, get my wife on it, man. Then... She's the one that oh, she plans all that crap. I just show up. I bring take her care. along. Hell yeah, bring her along. Please. That's what I do, man. I show up. Allie's the one that and has then, it all mapped out. And then and then me and Blake will lose something there, and Amanda and and I'll Allie find can it. Y'all can find it. Yeah, exactly. So if you're upset that 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 your mom can find stuff that you that you can't. <laughs> don't be don't be depressed because because Blake has a minute minute for y'all. I sure do, and it's got all to do with the Christmas season. Because by golly, it it Christmas is here. We've we've begun our uh, Christmas episodes for uh, for this month, and um, you know, like one thing that comes up a lot, like with this time of year, is seasonal depression. Um, I think that's something that I I deal with. Uh, there is there is something about this time of the year that that excites me and you know really pumps me out at the same time um it's a real thing but uh you know I, I found something here um especially in relation to uh how busy this time of year gets and all, how all, anyway it's going to get wild uh in the next month but you know we'll all, we'll all make it together so here we go your mental health minute for today festive well-being uh number one lend a hand to others in need now I will say I'm I hate that I missed it, but my church just did like a food drive, um, like last week, and I couldn't get it worked out to go to it. But I have participated in things like that, um, where you see something in the community where you can go out and volunteer or whatever. Um, there is there is no joy, um, like being able to help somebody out in need. Um, doesn't necessarily mean that it has to be a food drive. It could be you know your neighbor. Sorry, your neighbor. Uh, need some yard work done, right? And their lawnmower has crapped on them. Hey, man, I'll come cut your grass. Like, I, I see you're struggling over there, whatever. It, it it makes you feel some, like, it makes you feel great, right? Yeah. Um, Number two, go easy on the drinks. Take it easy, man. That's not helping anybody <laughs> for you to get all liquored up to try to make it through the holiday season. That's not helping yourself or anyone else around you, for sure. Um. Keep it easy. So uh, number three, keep active. That's important, too, because there's a lot of vacation time. And, you know, typically we we want to try to chill. Um, but in in doing so, there's also a lot of carbs that are flowing through this year um, <laughs> with all the the dinners and yeah. things, cakes and desserts. I'm just going fantastic. Um, <laughs> keep active, man. Like, st- you know, if you got a re- if you got a workout routine, just try to stick to keep it going. as you possibly can. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, take a walk around the block to get away from your family it's yeah yeah, yeah exactly. you killing two birds with one stone exactly right. <laughs> you got you got some toxic family members you got to step away from for a minute hey man your head and burn some calories in the process Perfect. um yeah. practice some mindfulness uh take you know uh meditate if you're into that 
try to clear your mind, do the breathing thing that Apple Watch likes to remind me of. It's like, hey, you need to breathe. <laughs> Shut up, Apple. Yeah, Shut don't up. forget to breathe. Yeah. Don't forget to breathe. Uh, talk and share. You know, it's really important uh, to talk about some of the things that you're going through. Holding it in is not healthy for, again, yourself or anyone else around you because when you blow up, it's not going to be good. Um, so talk and share and also take a break. Like Amanda just said, you're around some some people at a family gathering that you're just like, oh, my God, this family members drive me nuts. I can't be around you right now. I got to go clear my head. Take a walk. Get yourself out of there. So just a few tips for you. Keep those things in mind as we come up on this very busy, stressful time of year. And uh, hopefully those are those are helpful to you. So nice. Funny story about breathing, the Christmas story. Um, every time, okay, so back back in the heyday, eighties, nineties, whatever, we always came up from wherever we lived because my dad was colonel. We always moved from you know, state to state. We yeah. always came up from Trump to Sumter, mm-hmm. um, from Virginia or wherever we lived. During Christmas time, my parents told me and my sister that when we were coming up, I bothered my sister so much. She asked my mom and dad to make me stop breathing. I'm like, what? 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 Yeah. Hold she's on. Like, she said, she said, mom, make him stop breathing. I'm like, damn, that, well, that's murder. Jeez. Right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. yeah. So she always sees me about that. And my sister like, I did not say that. Like, yeah, you did say that. <laughs> you know how kids can't remember way, you know, way, way back when. And yeah, so. Yeah, mom, yeah. tell him to stop breathing. I'm like, oh, I can't do nothing. <laughs> yeah, so that, but that, but, but yeah, but that was during Christmas on the way there, you know. So I don't know yeah. if Amanda has any. That's yeah. So no, yeah. I mean, I, so many. Oh, so, I can't okay. even think of like great Christmas stories. But yeah, no breathing. Yeah, breathing's important. We yeah. gotta do that. It is important. <laughs> it is very important. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, well, yeah. yeah. But that was my little Christmas story for you all today, and. Yeah, hey, man, we got we got we got more breathing. Christmas stories on the way too, baby. Come yes, right. we do. Yes. Yes, so. All right. Awesome. Cool. Well, thanks for listening to the show today. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you can. And if you would like to follow the show on social media, we are on Facebook, X, Instagram, and TikTok. The Tic Tacs for you. Uh, just uh, search for When Words Fail, Music Speaks podcast and give us a follow. And would you like to be interviewed on the show with your musician? Please reach out to us. You can email us at james at whenwordsfailmusicspeaks.com. Amanda Dolan, D-O-L-I-N, at whenwordsfailmusicspeaks.com. And if you're fairly froggy, email Mr. Rip, rip Blake at whenwordsfailmusicspeaks.com. Or you can message us on any of the social sites mentioned before. And please subscribe to our YouTube channel where you can watch interviews, music, video reactions, vinyl showcases, and more. Check that out at youtube.com backslash when words fail music speaks. Be sure to turn on the notification bell so you can be notified when videos are uploaded. And if you are currently watching this on YouTube, hit that like button. I really wanted to say smash it. Smash it. We'll smash that like button. Obliterate it. Yeah. Absolutely. Pummel them. Sorry. Yeah, well, that's fine. Okay. <laughs> uh, for all of these links to find out more about us or to buy some more awesome merchandise, which we still haven't done yet, but it's, it's coming. We're getting there. Visit our website, whenwordsfailmusicspeaks.com.
Bada bing. Um, you can check out my other podcast. It's called South Carolina Spook Show. Uh, it's all about true crime, paranormal uh, stuff from the state of South Carolina. Um, got a new episode in the works. So stay tuned yes. for that. Um, and uh, yeah, available wherever you listen to a podcast. Is it Christmas related? Not yet. I, I am trying to find some Christmas stuff to do, but it's a little bit harder when you're limited to the state, you know. Like I don't know if there's any know. Christmas ghost stories out there for you. Maybe okay. Christmas Carol. <laughs> I might just read the Christmas Carol. Like there we go. Uh, yes. There you go. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> and then I have a podcast as well. Um, you can check out it's the Mental Society. Um, and there are some new episodes finally being released to the end of this week. Ew. So maybe yes. at the same time this is being released. Nice. Little, it's it, yeah. So check it out, and I'm saying that here to like hold myself accountable too, because <laughs> I yeah. So gotta do it because so I told you all I'm doing it. So <laughs> there you go. No, you told the whole world you're doing it. I know. Yeah, right. So what did I do? Why did I do that? Don't disappoint the whole world. Come on, I now. can't. Yeah. Right? And so. Uh, thanks again to our sponsors for this episode of Bonus Coffee and BetterHelp.com. Remember to use our discount code MUSICSPEAKS, all in one word, at checkout for 10% off your order at BonusCoffee.com. They got great flavors, 30, up to 35 of them, so pick out mm -hmm. your favorite ones. Mm -hmm. And go to BetterHelp.com slash MUSICSPEAKS to get a 10% off your first month of therapy and to get matched with the therapist that is perfect for you. Boom. All right. Well, I am so excited that we finally like did this and I am looking forward to watching this tonight. Um, but uh, yeah, you guys got anything else before we wrap up? I do. Go to hey. nightpoint.com and get your cassette player and and a whole bunch of Christmas uh, cassettes. So I'm bring back to old um, 90s vibes. Yeah, hell yeah. I'm going. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Cassettes are back, baby. Right. They're back. Hey man, you know what I'm looking forward to? What's that? There's little uh the little um it looks like little SD cards um that have like NSYNC and Britney Spears. Oh yeah, but you you only had like ten seconds of the there's song. A, yeah, or there was like yeah, ten, yeah um, man. That's why I want to come back. I, I never thought those would be I know what you, I know well, what I can't remember what you're talking about. Maybe yeah. I have, but I I don't remember those. I remember. I can't remember what they were. We're gonna next time. We're gonna talk about that. Find them. I had an instinct one. Yeah. I I I'll, I'll have to find it. Um. Anyway. All right. Well. Hey. Merry Christmas to you and Yorn. And yes, uh, we'll see you guys on the next one. Merry Bye -bye. Chrysler. Right. Is, is that what you used to say? Merry Chrysler. Merry Chrysler, everyone. Merry Chrysler. So. <laughs> so thanks again for listening, and always remember. When words fail. Music speaks. Merry Christmas, oh. everybody. Merry Christmas. <laughs>